Block Party and Minecraft Podcast, episode 89. We're your hosts, Bearded Sloth. And Little C. Today, we have a scenic show for y'all. We are recording this live with listener participation via Discord chat. That's right. Today's show includes natural landscape in Minecraft, the past week in Minecraft, and your listener questions. Let's do some yard work. Check out theblockpartymc.com to enjoy our content, including our amazing YouTube channel, our bedrock add-on packs, all the ways to listen, and so much more. Man, natural landscape, yuck. Natural landscape in Minecraft. I kind of forgot that existed after basing with you, where you just flatten everything out, and it's like a super flat world. Well, I don't really do that. Not this, well, you did Not last season. season. I did last season, but the season before that, I didn't. Yeah. And I'm actually going to talk about that when we get to our thoughts a little bit. That's kind of where I took it in my mind, even. We did ask the listeners some questions here. And to try to get their brains going and get them kind of focused on the topic. But I don't think it worked out so well. No, I, we only got one comment. Thank you for that. But let's go ahead and read those questions so that I'll know what we're talking about. The questions were natural landscape in Minecraft. Minecraft can generate virtually an infinite number of landscapes. What are your general thoughts on the way Minecraft terrain gets generated? The landscape of Minecraft can be so different world to world. Are there any seeds that you consider your go-to starting seeds? Is the natural landscape in Minecraft good enough for you, or do you tend to create your own custom terrain? Are you good at making it look natural? Some players tend to flatten out a large area before building. Is this something that you like to do, or do you tend to build to the natural landscape? BS remembers his first time looking over the edge of the tutorial world back in 2014 on PlayStation 3. Do you remember your first time looking at the natural landscape of Minecraft? Were you amazed by the beautiful generation of Minecraft? Tell us about it. Yes, I did. So I asked all those questions, did all that work, and really thought about this topic. He was really thinking and about these questions. super appreciate the person that answered us. Huge shout out. To the one commenter, Jake the Cake. Huge shout out to you. Thank you, Jake the Cake. Let me go ahead and read what he had to say here. I tend to find a place that has great generation to look at around me, like on a mountain or in a forest, but usually I do some terraforming for where my base sits. I like that. So you find a natural landscape that's the basic idea of what you want. But of course, sometimes you'll be in the middle of a mountain range and there might be some small hills. That's not great to build a house. So I really like how you modify the land, but not completely modify it. You make it for your build, but you don't destroy the natural landscape around it. Right. You keep what was there. And because you think how much they work on it, Mojang and and the developers and stuff, how much time did they put into that? And then you have some people on Jericho who just blow it all up with TNT bombers and build giant holes in the ground. Right. And that's one way to do it, I you suppose. You know who you are. Yeah, that I guess that's one way to landscape. We do that in real life, too, though. What? Use giant TNT bombers to make yeah, holes in the ground? Yeah, pretty much. Like, I drive all around this country. I see it often, and they might develop an area, especially in the mountainous areas, and they'll blow up half a mountain so they can have flat area to build a shopping center. What in the America? That sounds like America. As far as trying to find that place, like a mountain or a forest, what does that entail is kind of what I think. Like, what makes it beautiful? What makes you go to that certain mountain or that forest? 
when I start a new world, I usually already have an idea of what I want my starter base to look like and what I'm trying to find, what style I'm going for. So it's really cool to find an area for that. So I think if you start a world with an idea already, you can just go into it and you'll be good as long as you have your idea beforehand. Or do you let the natural generation dictate what you build? That's another way that I think will lead to longer lasting worlds. I just always already have a plan before I start a world. Yeah, usually I have in my mind what I want to do. Whether I accomplish that or not is a whole nother story. But I do have that. Now, Jake the Cake on our live feed here. Thank you for listening on the live show. If you haven't yet, join our Discord and you can be a part of that live show. Usually sometime in Saturdays is usually when we're recording. Or Friday nights if we want to be different. Yep. But anyways, Jake the Cake says, I never have an idea of what to build. I just find places. I really like his comment above that too. As someone who lives on a mountain, I can confirm when we were talking about how they just flatten areas out to build a shopping center. Yep, absolutely. Because you got to get your Walmart. You got to have Walmart. All right, let's go ahead and get into our thoughts since you listeners are going to make us do the work this week, I guess. I think they've been hearing us talk about, oh yeah, we don't even have to do anything. The listeners make all the topics for us. I think they're just being mean. Yeah, they knew I was slacking. So, all right. Well, I remember the first time when I broke out of that tutorial world back in 2014. I was amazed with just how beautiful Minecraft could be. Now realize, this was on the PlayStation 3 and way before all the things we have now. I think it was a one map. a On modern day Minecraft, a four out of four map? Was it even that big? I, no, I think it was like, wasn't it two out of four, maybe? Wasn't with it seven maps? something each, maybe 700 by I, 700 or something like that? I think I don't it remember. might have been 256 by 256. That's old style world. Yeah, okay. Which is It was crazy. very small. But yeah, so I looked out and it's just become more beautiful, all these updates that they release. It's amazing how far Minecraft has come. Now, as far as building around the landscape or flattening out, I actually prefer to build around the landscape, I think. on Now, we discussed on Jericho Season 2, I just built around the landscape, but on Season 3, I had a huge, completely flat area, didn't I? You had a super flat world to yourself. Yeah, it was giant that I flattened out completely. It was really fun. It was fine. It was nice to build like my industrial stuff. I never did build a house on that season, by the way. Yeah. Now, both ideas here, flattening or building to the terrain, they both have benefits, but for very different reasons in my mind. Yes. Flattening out is more functional yeah. when you get a ton of blocks, a lot of dirt and stuff. If you want to make custom landscapes and you also get a big flat area to build. Right. Now, I think I tend to get more satisfaction just from the more natural feel. I, I just feel that's my style more, I guess. Now, I am getting fairly good at making like a shoreline. But that's about as far as my landscape goes. And, and what I mean by that is, let's say you flatten out an area, you kind of cover over a water area, but then you want to make it go down like a shore. I'm getting pretty good at doing that. Are you good at doing cliff walls 
that is a shore because we need one of those behind the apartment buildings on Jericho. Yeah, not so good on the cliff side of it, but I can make it look like it was naturally made, I guess, if that makes sense, with dirt or sand and things like that and kind of stack it. I got pretty good at randomizing that, I guess. But that's as far as my landscaping. It really is. I, I can't make things pretty. I know, I think back on season two of Jericho, we had that big hill leading up to where the church and stuff was. And somebody decorated that whole side of that hill with all kinds it of flowers amazing. and everything. It was amazing. I have none of that ability. What are your general thoughts on this, Little C? I love to take a natural landscape that's already there. So let's say a mountain range that's already there and modify it, but keep the basic idea. I don't like to take a mountain and flatten it out. I like to have the mountain and modify it so that it's still a mountain. It just looks better or is its own thing. So usually I keep natural rivers and forest and just modify them and make them custom. I think both custom landscapes, especially done well, or even mod packs that have custom generated these crazy fancy mountains, even more than the newest update mountains and stuff like that is really cool. But I don't know. Both are really cool. You I'm know, not the kind of person that just flattens big areas out, although I also do for now, fun sometimes just I to have a big flat the, area. the cherry blossoms that are coming soon. Yes. And how that's going to change the landscape. In itself. It's just going to add so much color to Now, a lot areas. of people use that for custom landscaping. They yes. build their own cherry blossom. In fact, you and I, we were recording me playing uh, Bed Wars. Yes. Right? And total fail there. But it was fun. But they had custom cherry blossom trees, right? Yeah. Made out of wool and pink glass. Right. Now, they're playing in old versions yes. on there. But... That's something that's kind of going to go away. People aren't going to have to make that custom stuff. Will people still yes. make the custom people things? People will 100% make so? You, We have spruce trees. We have oak trees. People still make custom ones of those. And I think they look better when you have a bit bigger of a tree that looks well, more realistic. Yeah, I guess you might make one with a custom shape, but you're still using the tree Probably not. things, right? A lot of oh. people will still use the glass as it gives you more colors. You get the purple, magenta, pink, and you can mix those even with some white and make your own cherry blossom with wool and concrete powder and glass. Although nice. I think a lot of people will switch to the leaves. I don't think it'll become a lost art. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how the landscape changes with that. And they keep tweaking, I think, a little bit of the Caves and Cliffs stuff and the generation there. It does seem like it's getting tweaked here and there. So that will be very interesting to see. Something I actually thought about this week, because I think a lot about Minecraft, apparently. You think? Wow. Occasionally. And it kind of hurts. I want to, talking about demolishing whole levels or using TNT, I actually want to dig out a simulation distance, all the chunks, all the way down in the simulation distance. Why? Because think of the farms you could build in that. I just want to do it to say I did it. But I think I might have to wait for a new season or new world because I don't think you're going to let me do that at our base where we're at. 
you can go do it at my stupid projects base because that sounds like a pretty stupid project. Yeah, no, I'm trying to play a different style this season and using the natural terrain. We have, we're in a valley in our base this yeah. season and we've used that to our advantage. We use the cave side, kind of a small cave and we use that to dig down for our mine and all these things you've made bridges you built a giant wall between two mountains. All that stuff is using the natural landscape to our advantage. And it looks pretty. Yeah, that valley is really cool. I think that was a good area to base in. Although it does very much limit your space living in a valley. But I don't think we will have a problem with it. Yeah, I, I, I haven't felt like we've run out of space at all. We kind of have where our iron farm and stuff is and our gold farm. That's becoming where I'm going to build some industrial stuff and maybe some automatic farms running because I'm AFK there often anyways. Wire guy said in our live chat, delete the natural landscape, all of it. There you go. That's one way to do it, I guess. Says the one doing a giant circular perimeter above an ancient city. We've talked about that before. It's absolutely insane, especially because ancient cities are usually around underneath mountains. And this one isn't very much underneath big mountains yeah that's crazy but it'll be cool and that's quite the accomplishment and you gotta feel really good when you get something like that done oh yeah or the you satisfaction just, of you that. finish it and then you just want to quit minecraft forever because of all that mining so i think overall everybody has their own way of things now me i kind of switch back and forth between the two i like both sides of it i and... switch between all three flattening and destroying keeping the natural and building complete custom. And I definitely appreciate how beautiful the natural landscape generation is in Minecraft. It's amazing. Even, even way back when we started, it still blew me away. And even back then and now, we have the random floating blocks next to mountain ranges that are just the best thing ever. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's move on. I think that pretty much covers that topic. You guys didn't seem to want to talk about it, so we had to. I hope you appreciate that. Now it's time for the past week in Minecraft. All info from Minecraft.net. Yes, we got quite a few. We actually got a stable release, an actual release for Minecraft Bedrock. That's 1.19.80. Came out Wednesday, April 26th, 2023. Experimental features. Player's hitbox height now reduces to one and a half blocks while sneaking. Locked behind, short sneak toggle. Added trails and tails features locked behind, next major update toggle. So they're starting to bring that back in, playing around with it, and it's in the base game. You just have to turn the toggle on. Now, I don't like playing with anything with an extra toggle because if something breaks or changes, you're world basically gets stuck in that state so if they make incredible changes later it's hard to go back so just know that if you're going to play around with it i'm looking forward to the one and a half block sneak is that something you appreciate on java edition i need it in bedrock edition there's something in my base that needs to be fixed but i can't get to the area if i break the ceiling blocks it's all water above it and if I can't break the floor and it slams. I'd be able to fit if I could just crouch under there. Ah, yeah. So hopefully they'll get that figured out and worked out and come in an actual release soon. Changes and fixes here. Fix several crashes that could occur during gameplay. 
wow, finally, they've done this on a changelog. Can you believe it, Little C? It's amazing. Players can no longer sneak while flying. Why would you want to sneak while flying? You, Yeah, I noticed this plane. Okay. I noticed this. I would just crouch and it'd be a goofy looking animation because it's actually kind of helpful. You won't show up your name tag while flying. If you're trying to be sneaky, um, now it's not a thing. We have yeah, to go back to invisibility can. potions and random right. flying elytras. The health boost effect will no longer fully replenish the player's health after the effect runs out. Mobs can now enter a boat only if they are smaller than the boat itself. This is the stupidest change ever. Horses go in boats or, yeah, just horses well, in boats. Yeah, but this is a Java parody thing here. Java already had that before we did. But we need horses and boats. I, I, I kind of agree, but... Horses can't swim, They so. don't. Now, something I find interesting, so the grizzly bears, or the polar bears, not the grizzly, grizzly bears, bears, the polar bears, man, can you imagine grizzly bears? They just attack you as soon as you go up to them. That would be crazy. Anyways, the polar bears don't fit in boats, but panda bears do. Well, they're smaller. Yeah, but I always had trouble. Once you put a panda in a boat, you it's like it impossible out. to get out. I don't know if they fix that. I haven't played with that since like season two of Jericho. So a couple years now, but I remember that being a problem because I lost some of my panda bears. Villagers will now wake up in a valid position and will not phase through blocks. Nether portals can now replace blocks other than just air when being generated. So I was very concerned by this because I'm like, okay, does that mean when an enderman, when I put a block within inside a nether portal and I light it, will it delete the block and let the nether portal light? That was my first thought when I read this. What they actually mean is when you build a portal on one side, go through it and a portal then gets automatically generated on the other side. It's going to replace things like snow layers that or grass. Sense. That's why a lot of times when you did that, you'd end up in, let's say, a cave. Every time. Yeah. If you're in a snow biome because it couldn't delete the that makes more sense. snow layer. Yeah. So that is what that fix does. So definitely a good thing there. Fixed an issue where colored wool became white wool after being, being loaded from worlds prior to 1.17. Potions no longer have an enchantment glint due to it obscuring the color of the potion contents. Decrease the default visibility of the glint on enchanted items, added glint strength and glint speed sliders to accessibility settings. I'm so excited for this one. I so, haven't played with it yet, but okay. I'm going to later I, today. I'm excited I, for it. I did play with it. I turned it down to 10%. I kept the speed the same, but I turned down the the strength to 10%. And it's very, very slight. It looks so good. You get to see your netherite tools again. I'm probably going to turn my speed. Can you turn it higher than what it already is? Yes. I'm going to turn my speed as high as it can go and then turn the other one that I yeah, don't know. The strength. The strength of it. I was thinking opacity or something. Right. But that turned that down to maybe 15 or 20. So it's still there. I still want to tell that it's enchanted, but okay. I want it to be less. But I want the speed to be more there so it's easier to tell. And yeah. I want to mess with how to make it look the coolest. Yeah. And something Wire Guy says 
also in the live chat, yay, I can finally see some difference in the potions. I think that's a great thing yes. is getting rid of the potion gland. No reason for it. I think it looks nice, but yeah, it's good that it's removed. Updated look of sign-in and sign-up screens. Fix the issue where multiple light sources, such as torches, were incorrectly emitting white light in RTX. Have you played around RTX in a while? It's RTX, been a while. every time I've played with it, it's always crappy, buggy, so yeah. much bad stuff on it. It's they hyped that way too much, tried to push it. I think that was a major mistake on their part. They just don't fix it. A wish list has been added to select players for testing so that players can save things to purchase at a later time. Only available for selected players. This will be a cool thing once it comes out. Yeah, I think... That's a good thing. Nothing wrong with that. We're going to talk a little bit about the marketplace in general. Um, that's actually going to be our topic next week. Spoiler alert. I did that backwards. I'm supposed to alert them first, right? Yeah. And then have the spoiler. Oops. Fixed an issue that prevented players on PlayStation 5 from purchasing a Realms Plus trial. Oh, man. Of course, they fixed that right away. Of course. Added the ability for members to update the Realm server version meaning that the Realm owner will not need to log on to update. This is a huge change for Realms. Yeah. This is one of the uh, one of many reasons why I prefer a server over a Realm was this, that if you had all your players, they wanted to play, they had to wait on you to update it. That's a good change, but servers are still better. Oh, I totally agree with that. Added new touch and hold stack splitting for precision selection of the items in a single slot. I don't play touch screen, so I'm not exactly sure how this works. You got any insight on that little thing? No idea. Touch screen seems way too hard for me. But if they're making it easier, that's always a good thing. If the player is underwater and auto jump is enabled, as they approach a block that is one level higher than the current level, they will rise. This also allows auto-jumping out of water onto land. I don't understand why people, anyone would ever use auto-jump. Well, I think it's almost a necessity if you're playing touchscreen. No, it's way easier just to hit the jump button. I don't know. I usually have it turned on if I'm playing around on my phone at all because it's so small and hitting the buttons and well, stuff. Well, Mr. Fat Fingers, maybe you don't have an issue. I don't know. It, I just never have an issue with it. I see that if you're moving anyways, and usually the jump button's right there or near it, it's pretty simple. All right, we're going to get into a few technical changes here. Fence block is now split into unique names, oak fence, acacia fence, birch fence, dark oak fence, jungle fence, and spruce fence. Implemented that Input permission command, which allows for setting the player's camera or movement as enabled or disabled. A bunch of code stuff there or command things here. We're going to skip over that. And in the map, WDW Magic Kingdom, the carts on the Big Thunder Mountain, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, and Space Mountain Rides now properly align with the invisible minecart they are attached to. So that is a marketplace thing there. We actually have that Really? One. They put that on the change logs of just course. for a certain map? Yes. I guess they made it, so that yeah. seems fair enough. And it's a great, that Disney map is absolutely awesome. It's oh, fun to oh, play oh, with. Oh boy, even Mickey Mouse likes it. 
Exactly. And of course, there's many more changes and stuff. You can definitely check that out. We'll leave the link in our description somewhere. Let's get on with Minecraft Bedrock Beta and Preview 1.20.0.22. Came out the same day, Wednesday, April 26, 2023. There is a known issue with this beta and preview. Players are unable to connect to LAN sessions hosted by players on Windows or Xbox. Changes and fixes, added new ambient tracks and music disc by Aaron Cheriff. New disc relic can be found by brushing suspicious blocks in trail ruins. That's awesome. New music disc and some new ambient tracks. Have you listened to these yet, Little C? I have not, but I'm hoping they're good. I do still miss the good old music that was made by the old artist. Okay, so these, some of these are very similar to the old music we remember. Which is good. It's just sad that they couldn't use the old artist because he's an independent and there was a lot of stuff there. Right, yeah, whatever that is. But the sound of it, I have listened to them all. Overall, I like them. Is it better than the Lena Ray music? I like it better, yes. But that's personal preference too, right? That's totally subjective to who you are and what you prefer. So you might like hers better. Who knows? Sugarcane and bamboo can now be placed on moss block, adding sniffer eggs to loot and warm ocean ruin for suspicious blocks. Reworked trail ruin structures and added more structure variants based on community feedback. Sand no longer generates within the structures. Tweak the amount of gravel, suspicious gravel, and dirt that generates within the structures. So what do you think about the trail ruins and all that? I I haven't seen the updated ones, but I feel like the first ones were super ugly. Right, and I think they're actually listening, and they are reworking them, so that's good. All this stuff is a work in progress. You have to remember that, and they are relying on the community more and more, I think, on the way they go for design and things like that. Renamed Pottery Shards to Pottery Sherds, and that's in the beta and preview itself, so that's good. Crafting die from pitcher plant now results in two dies instead of one. Sniffer now rather breeds than search and dig for items or be tempted. Flying is no longer disabled when flying under stairs. Added new trails and tails update splash screen text. Coordinates will not show up on the new death screen when the show coordinate setting is enabled. So they took it away. Yes. So last week they put it in and we were complaining about it. That and it was we too were powered. Yep. And now they took it out. So maybe they'll go with our idea of a toggle switch. That makes it cheaty. That's okay. But then you get to decide how cheaty you want to be. Yes, but it should be. If you turn it on, it enables cheats. Ooh, in my opinion, maybe that's what I was saying last week. And okay. I think that seems like the most yeah, fair option. I, I'll go with that. I guess I just don't die. So I don't have to worry about it. I just fly into buildings, so I know where I am already. There you go. Tweaked timing for skulk sensors and calibrated skulk sensor phases. Inactive, active, and cooldown. Inactive, this phase lasts indefinitely until the block receives a vibration. Active, this phase lasts 30 game ticks for skulk sensors and 10 game ticks for calibrated skulk sensors. Triggered when a scheduled vibration is received, the block stops listening to nearby vibrations, wiggles its tendrils, and emits a redstone signal and light. Cooldown. This phase 
lasts for 10 game ticks, triggered after the active phase has finished, the block no longer emits a redstone signal nor light. And just an FYI here, this is from my personal knowledge, 20 game ticks is one second. Interesting. I never would have known that. I had to know it for our time pack. That's how it counts. And that's one of the things I had to learn. Added a new experimental cameras toggle to allow for custom camera perspectives. Little C, you should be super excited over this one. They have like overhead views. They have for screenshots and cinematic views and all that added. We'll see how well it is. Added slash camera command as part of the experimental cameras toggle. This command can switch to custom camera perspectives or fade the screen. Use slash help camera to get a full list of options. And of course, there's more in the change log. Go read it for yourself in our description link. I'm really hoping it works like replay mod, but we'll just have to see. From what I've seen, it looks really good. Looks very great. Just like what you're talking about there. I don't know if it'll work the same or how you trigger it. But I'm guessing it's made for map makers and they'll be able to set up cinematic scenes and things in certain areas. I just want to take cool screenshots for thumbnails. All right. Next, also on Wednesday, April 26, 2023, was Minecraft Java Snapshot 23 W17A. Additions here added new Trails and Tails advancements, added new ambient tracks and music disc by Aaron Sheriff. New disc relic can be found by brushing suspicious blocks in trail ruins. Some changes here. Crafted decorated pots with at least one pattern now have a hover tooltip displaying the sherd and brick ingredients. I gotta really get used to saying sherd instead of shard. But that's what it is in pottery, I guess. Is I guess that's the technical things. term. Yep. Updated credits and added the ability to scroll upwards by pressing the up arrow key. Tweak timing for skulk sensors and calibrated skulk sensor phases. That's the exact same as they did in the bedrock. So I'll skip that. Uniform font has been updated to use Unifont 15.0.01. Whatever that means. Some font texture things here. Improved performance of light engine. And here are the things that were wrong that they fixed. Minecraft not using latest Univot Unicode chart. Characters are missing. Block light updates don't cross chunk borders properly when updated. Lighting can still occasionally lag behind world generation. Snivers cannot properly pathfind into water while burning. Particles spawned by brushes held by left-handed players move in the wrong direction. Font file of some Korean completed font area is wrong. Uh, there was a game crash here that they fixed. And of course, there's more again. Link in the description for the cha full change logs. All right, last one here. Minecraft Bedrock 1.19.81. This also is stable release. It's a bug fix, basically. Came out the next day, Thursday, April 27th, 2023. There is a note here by now. This might not even apply. The update is available on all supported platforms except Switch, which will be available soon. They have three fixes here. Fix to crash with the slash tell command and some other commands that could occur on realms. Fixed an issue with purchase buttons loading infinitely on featured servers. Fixed featured server offers not displaying the show more button. 
that covers it all. That was quite the past week for Mojang there, wasn't it? Yeah, they did a lot. They did. So they're working hard. I am looking forward to some of the changes coming and some of the changes they made. It's all good. Now let's get on to what we've been up to in the past week. Let's see what you've been up to. I have been doing a lot of editing and also streamed on Friday, which was a lot of fun. Apparently, that stream was the anniversary of me becoming a Twitch affiliate. So that's cool. I think that's two years of being a Twitch affiliate. Two years or one year? Two, two years? I think. Wow, that's awesome. And I Great still job. have only made around $50. If I stream consistently, it would be a lot more. Right. It's just more fun. Yeah. Than which anything. is just a side fun thing. That's basically why we do any of this content yes. creation. It's just fun. Also, I've been researching keyboards recently and trying to learn about modding keyboards, building keyboards, and just the whole world of custom keyboards and fancier keyboards. I'm trying to find a better keyboard that is quieter than the one that I have currently. The keyboard that I have currently it is loud. I hear it in my truck three states away. I've been getting noise complaints from people who live in Australia. We live in Indiana, USA, by the way. Oh, you mean in real life? They're hearing it in real life from Australia. Yeah. That's pretty far away. Yeah. I think I found a pretty good pre-built keyboard that was around $90 USD and is fully hot swappable, meaning I can change out the switches, which is pretty much what makes the sound and how fast it pops back up and a lot of stuff. I don't know a lot. But I know that hot swappable means I can change out the switches pretty self-explanatory and easily. And I can also get different keycaps for it to change the look of it. And it looks like a pretty good board overall. So I might try to find a cool keycap set with some colors to change out if I do end up buying that one, though. That's cool. And But the switches, just to make it quieter, aren't something you could do on your current keyboard? No, I have a Razer keyboard, which are not hot swappable or even really moddable unless you're really good it's a really cool keyboard though i really like your keyboard i just do not like the sound of it but you use that's one of the features you bought it for was the sound i didn't know it was that loud though yeah it's super loud and when you're doing streaming and things it gets kind of annoying and i want one that sounds nicer and less of a very hard clicky sound and more of a Tapping on wood sound, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah, absolutely. That sounds nicer when you're typing. I like to be able to hear it when I click a key. I like having some sound there, but not as much. I find this funny. Wire guy says, yeah, if you stream more than once every four months. Yeah, true. Yeah, there's some truth there. You have been streaming a lot more lately, it seems. Yeah. Getting back fun. into it. And yeah, so I've that's been streaming a lot and editing and making videos, so that's fun doing both. Nice. So I, of course, did some trucking this week. Shocking. Can Whoa. You believe it? So now I do have to talk. I wrote the show notes before this happened. Last night, I stopped to get my inspection done, my 90-day inspection. Actually, it's an annual inspection that my company makes me do every 90 days. And they do the inspection. I pass it. No problem. He goes to start the truck. And he's like, hey, what's the trick to start your truck? I'm like, there is no trick. Just turn the key. Yeah, my truck wouldn't start at all in the shop. And I promise you, it wasn't the shop that did it. But apparently, the one of the wires that goes to the starter got loose. And so we tightened that up and it started right up, no problem. But that was kind of annoying. Now, as far as Minecraft, I did play a little bit, not a whole lot to report in game, I guess. Uh, I did go through some of these changes 
on the change logs because we have our add-ons. We have to make sure that we try to keep them updated. I'm always watching for that to see if they're gonna work or break or whatever. Now I did hear a lot of other creators had quite a few issues with their add-ons. So if you're having problems and you're getting like random items or something, uh, and you have, let's say, Foxy No Tails mob heads on or mini blocks, I think those might be broken right now. So just to let you know, and that's with the latest update. Now I am happy to announce though, all of our add-ons are working perfectly, no problem. Man, how much coffee have you been eating if you've been making sure our packs are working? I'm always on it, yes. We gotta get coffee as a pack. We should just add that to the donut pack. What do you think? Coffee and donuts? Coffee and donuts. Makes sense to know. me. It'd be hard to do because you'd have to put it in a brewing stand, put in, I don't know, cocoa beans maybe? I don't know if I'd want to do it in the brewing stand. Just craftable. It's instant coffee. It's not brewed coffee. How's that? Sure. Now, talking about Foxy, that kind of reminds me a little bit that we were mentioned by a listener on the Minecraft Update podcast, which is with Foxy No-Tail and Slack Lizard. Now, it was kind of funny. Foxy had no idea who we were. Like, the, the he read the comment. I think it was in the feedback section or whatever, because they're getting ready to change their name from the Minecraft update, their podcast. They're changing it to the block update. And yeah, that sounds a lot like the block party. Huh. So, and now Foxy didn't realize we existed at all when he came up with this name. But anyways, the concern of the listener was that they sounded very similar and should probably change. Foxy should probably change it to something else. Now, of course, this prompted me. I had to get on Foxy's podcast discord and we had to do some trolling. We had to do a little bit here. So I had to mention something to Foxy and I did post something there. Maybe they'll read it on their next one. Now, I was hoping it would actually they would have released it. Usually they release like Thursday or Friday, I think their podcast. So I was hoping it'd release by now, but for some reason they canceled their podcast. Maybe we scared them away. I don't know. Maybe they just know that the block party is the better way to go. And they're just stepping aside. They just can't Not compete. Sure. Who knows what's going on there, but they did cancel it this week. So we'll have to wait another week to see if they mention my comment or not. And yours, you just said this. Yes. In agreement to me. Now, I do believe that our listeners are very similar. I have no problem sharing this space. For, uh, for any of you that listen to both ours and theirs on somewhere on their podcast discord in the general chat, or if you watch it on their YouTube, comment, eat coffee. Yeah. Just, just eat coffee. Just comment that. Don't spam it. Be respectful. Put it in the right channels, in the right common areas. But just put eat coffee. Yes. So if, if you know them and them. part of their Discord, let's troll just a little bit. It'll be fun. And this is all in fun. I have no problem with them using the block update for their name. But yes, eat coffee makes sense to me. General chat on their Discord be a lot of fun. I overall just feel that there's plenty of room around the block for all of us. Ha. I deserve one of those, right? Keep telling yourself that. All right, let's move on then. Did it, did it, did do listener questions? Our first question here comes from Ruby. What's your favorite snack food and 
What's your favorite food in general? Yes. Again, she had a bunch of questions all at once. I think she put them down like a couple weeks ago. So we're going to do two of these questions today. I really like gummy bears. However, at the moment, I'm actually doing a keto style diet kind of thing. So no gummy bears for me right now. And the question of favorite food in general, that shouldn't ever have to be asked by anyone to anyone ever. Obviously, the answer is always, 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 always tacos. Little uh, C's just giving me the stare there. Unfortunately, you won't get this on the podcast because my software takes out all the blank spaces. Here, stare, staring, staring. There we go. Thank you, BS. Thank you. Mine would probably be chips. So things like Doritos or something or chips and cheese dip or chips and salsa. I prefer mm. cheese dip unless it's really good salsa at a Mexican restaurant. I still would eat salsa at home, the store-bought kind. It's just not as good as the kind from Mexican restaurants, and I'd prefer to eat the cheese dip from a store. Is That's pretty good. And my favorite food would either be pizza. I know, very generic, but it's just pizza. You really can't go wrong. It's pizza. You get it. It's kind of the same everywhere. And or pasta casserole, which is something that Holy Bookworm makes for me a lot. And it's just pasta with cheese and made into a casserole. I don't know. It's just that kitchen magic stuff. I stay out of the kitchen. It's dangerous in there. But it is yeah. dangerous. I found that out. I had to get one stitch one time. Imagine having to get one stitch. A singular stitch. That's pathetic. All right. Thank you for those questions, Ruby. Next comes Porter. Warning. The next question is very controversial and may cause you to be offended by the host's answers. Please listen with caution. Pineapple on pizza. How do you feel about this? Yes, yes, and yes. I love getting meat lovers pizza from Pizza Hut or anywhere and having pineapple with it. The meat with the pineapple just tastes really good. It adds just enough sweetness. And yes, pineapple goes on pizza. I don't care what anyone says. Okay, well, I'm good with pineapple on pizza. I'm fine with that. But pizza is pretty much good, period. Doesn't matter what you put on it. If it's pizza, yes. I'm going to put pizza, your favorite kind of pizza from your favorite place, and then put bananas and peanut butter on it because that's your least two favorite foods of all time. I'll still eat it. I remember a pizza place in the big town near us years ago now. And they actually had like macaroni and cheese pizza. They had all these weird pizza things, cheeseburger pizza, all kinds of stuff. And it was all good. It was pizza. Yes, I'll eat it. Wow. All right. Thank you for those listener questions. Those are fun questions. Remember, listener questions can be Minecraft related or not, just like these. I like them both. I like these. These are funny. These are fun. I have a lot of fun with that. So thank you, listeners. We'll always take them, just line them up, get on our Discord, or of course, the other ways you can contact us. Now, next week's topic, you and I discussed a little bit, Little C. We're going to go with Minecraft Marketplace. Ooh, that'll be fun. Feel free to email us with any questions or comments for future shows. Our email is contact at theblockpartymc.com. You should join our Discord to be part of the fun. You can also call or text us at 1-260-222-7240. I totally just did it opposite of how we usually do it just to see how much I could mess you up over there, BS. 
I think I I saved myself fine. Now, if you're listening in the live chat, there was quite the pause there because I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. But in the final version, you won't have that. But that's kind of funny. Now it's time for everybody's, and I mean everyone's, favorite part of the show, Holy Bookworms Joke of the Week. What kind of socks do grizzlies wear? None. They have bare feet. <laughs> okay. All right. That was a really good one. I really, really like that Why one. Wire guy in our live chat just said no. No. I think he's actually replying to something else, but that makes it funny. Little C, thank you for being a co-host. Thank you for being a co-host. Yes, we're co-hosts together. Wait, are we just both hosts or are we both co-hosts? Oh, no. Now there's a philosophical question in my mind. Oh, no. We're going to be here for a while. Oh, this is starting to hurt my brain. Ouch. I better get out of here. But before we go, if you see someone landscaping, be sure to tell them to check out all the ways to listen. Jericho S&P Info, our YouTube channel, Bedrock Add-on Packs, and so much more at theblockpartymc.com. Thank you for being here. We truly appreciate it. Be sure to send us your questions on our Discord website. Text us at 1-260-222-7240 or email us at contact at theblockpartymc.com. I am Bearded Sloth, and now I gotta eat my coffee. And I'm Little C, and I'm gonna go eat some pineapple pizza. Bye-bye! <laughs>